Okay, here we go. No one's here, but we'll soon be coming. Oh, your mother's here. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Harsha Snow. Okay. Again. All right. So I feel almost um, almost bad because like you could just go listen to to Rilofiansky yourself when you hear some of these ideas. But I, again, I heard a beautiful a beautiful mashup from Rilofiansky, and I can't resist sharing this one with you. So so let's see let's see what we can take out of it. I think it's a very very powerful lesson and what there is to learn from Nayah and what there is in general to learn from going through Nisiyonis. Well, how do we deal with Nisiyonis? How do we deal with when, when things happen to us in life that are troubling and that are not what we would have expected? What do we What do we take out of them? What do we get out of them? Um, <clears throat> so there's a medrash that um, equates or compares the first capital in Tehillim to Noach, to the, to the life of Noach and the times of the, that he lives in. And the whole idea of Asher Yisha Shalaholach B'derach Hashem. That concept is Noach is, as we could obviously see the going on over here, Noach didn't go but Asher Lahalach So the idea is that he didn't follow not Adam, not Cain, not Chase, all the different Averis that were around him, all the different influences that were in the in the universe around him. Um, Noach was part of him. Um, and then the Medrash goes on to say that when it says, that refers to Noach and the Teva. Noach and the Teva is referred to the eight Shosel of Hagemayim. So the immediate question, immediate the most obvious question that, that comes to mind is so what does that mean? You know, in what way is Noach like an H? Like, yeah, you could hear the allegory of Noach was in the table, the table was on the water, it's talking about a about a tree that's next to a stream of water. It's a shracha comparison. It doesn't seem to be the same idea at all. You know, how does that how does that equate with that idea of of Noah of Noah? What's the relevance or the significance? Of Noah to that idea of, of eight shoso upon your mind, like a, a tree planted next to next to the sea. The second thing I'm going to be interested in is a Rashi that um, describes for us the origins or the the source of this the word mabel, right? What is a mabel? So we know what a, a mabel means a flood. The pashas, what a flood means is there's a there's a lot of water, and it drowns out and wipes out everything that's, that's there. Rashi adds in some very interesting words um, in describing the, shura, the the source of this word, mabu. He says like this. Rashi says, um, Rashi says, second,
She explains that a marble means something that floods the world, but he goes on to say that it's that it's mavale or mavaldo, that it's that it, that it destroys that it, so we understand the concept that it that it swamps everything, but also he says that it mixes things around. The question is, why is that idea of mixing things around? Yeah. Yeah. Rashi says the expression Rashi is novel, Shabala Esakol, meaning that it, it swamps everything, it over it overbites everything. Shabil Belasakol, it mixes everything. And it takes everything that's high and lowers it so submerges it to the point that it becomes low. That's the that's that's the that's what this concept, that's what a marble is. So Shabalasakol, that it swamps everything, that we understand. That's that's the concept of a marble. It floods over everything, as the word says it. But why is it important? Why why are those other elements of marble should build called that it mixes things around, that it takes things that are from high and lowers them down? Why why is that a significant aspect? Why is that significant in the description of the concept of marble in 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 in, in for, for us? Why why do we have to know that? That's that's the second thing we have to do. The third. Is there is a zayar that says that says like this? It says, fascinating idea. It says noyach is a me'ain of Shabbos. Noyach is milosh and menucha, and just like this menucha on Shabbos, noyach is noyach somehow in the bria parallels the concept of Shabbos because he's called because just like the the, the olam the world is naicha the world rests. So noyach was noyach his his metzias was one who rests. So that that's parallels Shabbos. It's, it's that in itself needs some sort of a hezbar. In other words, that, that there's the uh, there's a there's there's, an, there's some some concept within Nayach that brings out the concept of Menucha, the essence of what Menucha really is. What is that? And there was it, it's it, it's very nice, you know, a nice Tzadashava, Shabbos is Menucha, yeah, Shabbos is Yom Menucha. Nayach is the concept of Nayach. But, but but what what about Nayach speaks to? The concept of menucha and the menucha of Shabbos, the other the resting of Shabbos. There is um, um there there's a, there's a there's an idea that's brought that the Gemara says that our, um when it comes to the, what we call the Shiva mitzvahs bnei Nayach, the etzem the mitzvah Shiva mitzvahs six of the mitzvahs were already mitzvahed to Avraham to to Adam Rishon, excuse me to Adam Rishon. The seventh mitzvah Eber Menachai that's bedafka given to Nayach. That also needs a hazard. In other words, why why is Unayach Badafka the why is he the one that that speaks that the concept of of Achai speaks to him or is about him more than anybody else, more than the others? The others, the, the Pashas, you understand the other um ideas within 
are what bring to the reality of uh, civilization, of the possibility of people being able to coexist and live together. But why is but and and this idea of 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 every minachai, it's harder to hear where that talks to the etzem uh, culturalization of human beings of, of the ability to live together. So but so why is it dafka tonight or not? So you might say, I mean, you, if you were you know the, on the on the level of pshat, where you would say is this Adamarishon wasn't allowed to eat meat again. So machlokus the gemara is not clear. There's there's a famous medrash that says that the malachim were cooking meat for him, so it means that if the animal was already dead, he was allowed to eat from it, he just wasn't allowed to shech. And Nayak was the first one that was allowed to, and Kosh gave him Rishus, so to speak, to kill animals and to eat them. So therefore, that's why it makes sense that for him, there would be a Tzibu, and that's on the, on the Pshat level. But on a deeper level, how does the concept of, um, how does the concept of, uh, of uh, Erev Menachai relate specifically to no, yeah. So let's try to understand these, these ideas. Let's begin with something that the Balatanya writes. The Balatanya, he's talking primarily about the concept of Parnasa and about people being able to, to live. And he equates that to Mayim, to the concept of, of Mayim Rabin, of having too much water. Meaning, meaning what, what it means like is, is, is this. Water as opposed to other destructive forces in the world, like fire, for instance, water is very different because water in the right amount in applied correctly is actually a critical element to our survival. In other words, you can't survive. And I guess on fire on some level also, you can't survive without the warmth that it provides. But water provides is the basic underpinning. Well, it's 80%, what, we have a nurse, you're the nurse, right? Not the nurse, your sister's a nurse? Okay. So but 80, 80, what, 80 or 85% of, of what a human being is, is water. You're, you're made up of water. It's, it's a critical element of who you are, right? So, so water, we, we bathe ourselves in water. We drink water. We, need, we entertain ourselves in water. What, the water in the right amounts is critical. It's something that we need. It's something that not only that we need, but it actually enhances our living. When you over when you overwhelm me with water, when you put too much of it on top of me, then I drown. Then I become, then it becomes something that's life-threatening and it can actually take away my life. But, but without that, water is life, life-giving, right? Some, he, the, 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 the Balatanya specifically, is talking about, um, is talking about uh, Parnassah and, and how a person can become overwhelmed with the need for Parnassah and can become it can become a, something that's just take as much as we need parnasa. We need to have a livelihood. We need to have our way to figure out how we're going to earn a living and things like that. But a person can get completely caught up in it and can wash away everything else. It can be, can, be, can take a person to a place where where it's no longer positive. So the but the idea the the semel, if you will, the that which exists in the bria that represents that idea is specifically water. And if we're going to talk about water and destructive waters. We're talking about specifically about Noach. Noach is a person who actually manages to master the water, if you will. He, he's, he's in a place where the water where the water doesn't take him over, but it's, it becomes a part of who he is. What does it take to get to that point? It takes, what it takes is Menuchas It takes a person being able to 
know what it is that he wants out of life, um, knowing that he is, uh, that where he's supposed to be and when he's supposed to be there, and not to become overwhelmed by things, right? The opposite of being, the opposite of being over of of being overwhelmed is a person that has nuchas and nefesh. So the so the 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 state of being in which order is not destructive is it is if I'm calm with it. You know, when we teach kids to swim, we do the same thing. You know that you tell you to, you to teach a kid when you first throw them in that water, they have to learn not to fight with the water. You have to learn how to go with the water. You have to learn how to paddle with it. You know, I remember. Um, when I went on a sea program once in, in San Diego, and there was a fellow there, he's an interesting, an interesting person. He lives in Eretz now, but his name, believe it or not, he was not. He came from an irreligious family. He had he, there were two brothers, and their names were Tor and Zan. And these those were those were their real names, Tor and Zan. So Tor was a big surfer. He went surfing every single day of his life. And before he was about to, after he was about to, uh, when he went to Lachish, she was they sent, they sent they sent him to Eretz to learn. When he was in Bnei Brak, and he was learning, he went from Bnei Brak to Tel Aviv every single every single morning. He took a bus. He had to go surf every single day. There was like it was, it was like a a given. So one time he was he took us out as Bachram. He took us out to try to to teach us how to surf. The first thing he, ta- he that he taught us was you have to learn how to go with the water, the ocean is much more powerful than you are. There is no way to fight against it. If you fight it, you will lose. And when you lose, you'll drown. That's, that's all there is to it. So the first thing you got to learn in surfing is you, the, the, you have to learn how to work with the water. What that means is, but for us in a, in a larger context, what that means is, is we have to learn how to have how to, how to know where we belong, how to know where we fit in, where where the um, where 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 a person's is in life, if he's able to work with it and not try to overwhelm and overcome it, um, it won't it won't swamp him. It won't it won't overcome him. It won't become something that is more than what he can handle. When it says Noach is the Noach in the table is like the eight shosel al pal de mayim. What's the what's the what's the muscle of the eight shots of the, the eight the tree that's rooted next to rooted right next to a stream? Palgamaim is not just not calm waters, it's it's a stream of water, it's flowing water, it's running water, it's water that can run you right over if you're not rooted properly. But being rooted properly means I know where I belong. I, I I'm fixed in the place where I stand. I am. I am what I'm supposed to be. I know exactly where it is that I what, what I what it is that I that I want out, out out of my life. That I know exactly where it is that I that I that I belong, and I'm not overwhelmed by it. The Gemara says, the Gemara says there's, there's multiple examples throughout Shas and throughout Chazal where you see this idea. The Gemara says, yama, people who are sailors, they don't have menuchas hanefesh until they're on dry land, meaning. When you're when you're on the water, when you're in a place where you're uprooted, you're not in your natural environment. And if you if you'll think back, we talked about this. Um, we talked about the opposite of this a little bit by uh, by Yosef and and Kriyas Yamsuf. We talked about the idea that uh, that the Yam saw Rasa Yam Mar Rasa. What did the Yam see? The Yam saw 
the Aronah Shal Yosef, that Yosef was able to jump out of his makam, to remove himself from his makam. But the, we, we, we describe there, and, and within the, that context, this idea, and it's true, it's true even there, the Torah describes it to us with regard to Mayim. But the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he created the, 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 the Mayim, he gave the Mayim its Mokom, and then the dry land appears. If a person knows where he is, then you can have the places where you're supposed to be rooted. The Chisaron, the Chisaron of all the different Kitois, of all the different groups in the beginning of Tehillim, right, is the, is the of, of the Sil and the Lates and the, and the Russia. What, what's the Chisaron of them? It's because a person is going... A person is going to go to them. He doesn't have his place. Right? Is he doesn't go to somebody else's eta. He's not marching to somebody else's drummer. He's not trying to fit in with everybody else. I I know where I belong. The concept of Nayak in the Teva is that Nayak knows where he belongs. He's he's Nayak means that he's resting. He's always, he's in a state of being that he is comfortable with. He knows where he belongs. The difference between Nach and the rest of his, of the, the reason why Nach stands out, I should say, from the rest of the door is he's not mushba, he's not influenced, he's not carried along with the spirit of the times of what everybody else is doing. He, he's defined, he's clear about who he is as a muscle, right? Just as a muscle to understand this idea a little bit more deeply. Um, if you take a a, a, a a policeman or take an undercover cop, right, and you want to insert him into a group of people, so you're going to make him look like them. Let's say he's got an undercover narcotics dealer. He's going to have to look, look like, like a drug dealer. Now. He's going to have to dress like them. He's going to have to talk like them. He's going to have to act like them. But if he's rooted solidly in who he is, and he knows where he belongs, which side of the law he belongs on, despite the fact that you're bringing him into all these other things, it doesn't change who he is. It doesn't change what he is. He's still the same person, despite the fact that on the surface he looks like everybody else. He, he hasn't lost his own identity. He, the, 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 main, the maintaining of an identity requires that a person know where he belongs. A person has to be like, like this, and that's the reason why, again, the, the, the opposite, the reason why Noach is referred to Noach in the Teva, in the Teva, is referred to as the eighth Shosel of Halimam. He's referred to as the tree that is rooted next to, what do they call it? I think they call it like um, head springs of water or head headwaters. He's rooted next to the headwaters. He's ne- rooted next to the place where there's a source of flowing water that's going out, and despite the fact that the water's flowing by him, but it's not moving him. That he's like that tree. He's standing in his place. He's he's Ome Bim Como. He remains what he is. He remains loyal to the ideas that he that that he comes from and where where he's going to. That's all a part of him. He doesn't he doesn't abandon that for anyone else. That's 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 the difference between Noach and and, and the, all those other doros. The the Halach Ba'atzas Rishayim of Moshe Leitzim LaYashav right. Um, right? It's all those people are being identified by who they stand with, not by what they are. It doesn't say Ashimi that's somebody who's not a Russia. It says Ashimi shall He doesn't go follow after the Atzas Rishon. He doesn't follow after the ideas of those Rishon of the wicked people that are around him. He doesn't sit in the place of the Moshe of Leitzim of the place where the people who are mockers means. It doesn't say anything about him being a Leitz. 
Yet we're saying he's praised because he doesn't sit together with Leitzanim. What, what would be the problem of sitting with Leitzanim? What's the problem of sitting with those people? Sitting with those people means that I took myself from where I was and I sat with them. I put myself into their milieu. I put myself into their surroundings, into their reality. I, may, I wanted to become a part of them by putting myself into, their, into what they are. That's when a person begins to fail. That's when a person becomes overwhelmed. That's when the water becomes not regular waters, become, becomes waters that are overwhelming, that are, that, that, that are something that transpires, that are above him. In that context, if you think about it, that's what Rashi is telling us about Mabel. Yes. Why does Rashi use to describe the Mabel? So it says that Mabel is three things. Mabel is, first of all, that it floods everything, that it overcomes, Shebola Asakol. But then he says, Shabil Belasakal, it mixes everything up. What, how, who gets mixed up? Somebody who's not rooted, who doesn't have clear ideas. He doesn't know what he, what he wants to be. He doesn't know where he belongs. And it takes things, he doesn't have his own sense of values. He doesn't have the place, the things that he, that he wants to evaluate properly. He doesn't know how to do those. He doesn't know where, he doesn't understand where those truly belong. And the truth of the matter is, that's, the, that's really the idea of Noach, as, as no, when we say that Noach is represented by, Noach represents Shabbos, I mean, Noach is represented by Shabbos, that Noach is Menucha, just like the Menucha of Shabbos. What's the Menucha of Shabbos come from? I think that this is a, an idea that we talk, spoke about a few weeks ago. Um, uh, I didn't speak about it with you, but there's, a, there's an idea where Pinka says, right? I mentioned this last, last other night in the, in the Bracha Shir as well. It's such a beautiful idea. He says like this, he says, the beauty of Shabbos is that all week long, we are caught up in the noise of the world, in the Olam HaAsiyah, in the world of doing things. We're, we're so busy doing this and doing that, and it's all about what we're doing. It's all about me and, and my actions and, and how I'm accomplishing and the things that I'm doing. So the noise of the world, the noise of man as a creator, as an Adam who is B'tzal Melokim, he's B'tzad Ma'adoma to the Rebun Shalom, and that he has the ability to create, he has the ability to do things, which, by the way, the whole of Menucha Shabbos is what? Is, is, is centers around the Lama Tess the 39 creative labors, those things that transform, almost all of them, you'll, have to, you'll struggle with a few of them, mostly with Hoytzah, but if you think about it deeply enough, you'll come to understanding Hoytzah as well, of how you transform something from one state into another state. Whether it's you alone, or it's you with the help of the Rebbe Hashem, but it's the activities that we engage in to transform things from one state to another. We take raw food and we cook it. We take, we take seeds and we plant them. We take a ground and we, to make, we make it fertile. All those things, every one of the malachas, every sowing, whether it's shechting, whether we're dying, whether we're taking one thing and we're transforming it into something else. That's what we're doing. Every every malacha is about creative labor. That's why lamatas malachas are learned out from the Mishkan because the Mishkan was the ultimate of building in this world. But we get so caught up in our building of the world and our participation in those activities that the Rebbe Kaviochal is. In, in a certain way, to us, is drowned out by the noise of the world around us. Everything that's happening in the, in the flashing lights and the activity, and, and we're so busy and we're earning money. This is what we're talking about. This is what the Davao Tayyar is talking about. The, the menucha sanefesh, not to be overwhelmed by your parnasa, by your livelihood. What happens on Shabbos is you step back from all of that and you say, quiet, nothing. I don't want any of the noise of the world around me. Take the world out. And now what do I recognize? What's there? What's left? When I take everything else around, what's left is only me and the Rebbe That's all that's left. 
Shabbos is about, this is that's in a Shmuz on Shabbos, is more of a Shabbos idea, but <coughs> Shabbos is about the Menuchah of Shabbos, is not about getting a good shloth. It's not about, it's not about, you know, he talks about this in a different in a different shmuz. Pinkus talks about how people, you know, they they waste away the opportunity of Shabbos with the chalant. Right? You eat a hot chalant, go to sleep, you wake up, and you eat again. You go back to sleep again, and you wake up again, and you sleep again, and you run to dominate maybe a little bit in between. You lost the whole hobby. Swallowed Shabbos with the chalant. He calls it. You swallow because Shabbos is the the medit- It's the meditation of Shabbos. It's the quietude, the solitude of not having the distraction of everything else that's around me. I have the, I have the possibility of being now me and the Rebunshan. We're sitting there. We're sitting together. We are having a suda together. Even if it's, I'm engaged in physical activities like eating and drinking, but but I'm together with Rebunshan. There's nothing else that's distracting me. The menucha of Shabbos is to rest, to be recognized that Hashem is there in the world. That's what Nayach is. Nayach is a person who is attached to the values that the Rebunshan brings into the world. And you want to and that's by the way, that's why the that's why the Yom Shvi'i, the Yom Shabbos, is that you recognize that you can't eat Avram and Achai because there's Chai, there's something that's alive and there's something that's dead. And if you understand the makom of everything, the place where everything belongs, when something is alive, it's not food. When it's dead, now it's food. So with Avram and Achai is something that crosses that boundary that doesn't have a proper place. It doesn't. It's it's something that belongs in the world of Chai, but I'm trying to make it into, into the world of Mace, into, into the world of something that I'm eating. I'm crossing over. That, that's why Noach is mitzvah, the Noach is commanded in the mitzvah of Avram Dafka, in the mitzvah of Avram Achai. That's Shaykh deliberately to Noach, because Noach is a person who recognizes his makom. He knows where he is. He's, he's not just resting, but he is. He is he belong he knows where he belongs. He knows where what he what he understands. If a person knows where he where they are, they're Makaris Makomo, they're not they're not uprooted. You know, the Gemara says like this, the Gemara that talks about a certain type of fish. The Gemara wants to say that we know that this fish is kosher. Why? Because the Gemara says because it lives in a certain place where the rapids, where the currents in that river are very strong. And therefore, it's clear that it must be a vertebrate fish. It has to have a backbone. It has to have a spine, which is, again, it's the, the synonym, as you know, of a dog and for kosher fish are fins and scales. But the Gemara there talks about how invertebrate and invertebrate fish have no, don't have, don't have, don't have scales. Only vertebrate fish have scales. So that, so that, so that the Gemara ends up falling off of it. But the, the idea is that when you live in a place where there's rushing water, where the things are rushing over you, you have to have a spine. What is a spine? The spine means I have a backbone. I know I stand up to things. I stand for something. I, this is where I belong. Again, it's the same, it's the same idea. The Gemara says a, a similar idea. Um, and in the in the in the Agadahs of, of Rabbi Barachan, the Gemara there, there's, there's a very, very important Mars that are that are that are that allude to much deeper ideas. But there the Gemara also discusses this idea of something that's living where that place where there's a fast current, you have to have a an ability to stand up to that. To be to live where there's a fast current, you have to have a a a, a, a backbone, something that you stand for, something that you stand by, something that you don't give up on. If you if you can move it from its place excuse me, then, then it's no longer what it's supposed to be. That's why, that's why Noach is referred to, even though it's true, that this concept of al-pal gemayim, this, 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 this Elon, that's Natua, this, this tree that is planted, al-pal gemayim, somehow 
how does that how is that the opposite of the concept of Moshe Blitzim and 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 Halichas uh, is because those people are people that don't have a place where they belong. But the the eight shosla upon the mind, even though there's rapid waters here, but it's planted in its place, despite the waters, despite everything that's rushing by, despite the bombardment of values or other things that are connected that go against where 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 you are, you're rooted in the place where you belong. You're rooted in the place of where, where that makes a difference to you. That's that's Nayak. That's what Nayak really stands for, but it's more than that. Nayacha stands for it not just because um not not just because um there's um there's forces that are working against him that are you know there's a there's a you know you're familiar with the with the first Rashi that says not Tzadik but the right he was a Tzadik Tomim but the it was only in his generation there was a Tzadik or or even if it would be in the generation of Avraham Avinu then the idea is that, that Noach lived with such Rishayim and he was able to hold on to his own identity to be to be what he needed to be but the chat is when Noach goes into when 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 the Gemara when the when the Medr says that Noach in the Tate te- doesn't just say Noach. Was and what is like the eight shots of It says Nayak in the Teva was eight shots of What does that mean? I mean, when Nayak went into the Teva, when Nayak went into that into that place where there was a marble that's flooding the whole world, what is a marble that's flooding the whole world it means all the values of everything that are around you are being completely demolished and, and destroyed. Nayak stands for the same thing. What that means is, is when we when we go into when we go into a matzah, when we go into situations where Things are challenging. Things are are difficult. Where we are, where, where it's hard to find our way. Even in that situation, Noach continues to grow. He continues to be rock solid. It's not that you simply survive nisyanus. It's not that you simply survive the challenges of life and say, "Oh, I'm still a maimon in the rebbeinu It's 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 this palgei maim. There's the rushing waters. But the person's shussel upon the mind means, means that he becomes entrenched in that he's growing in his own ideas. Dayach in the Teva is learning, he's working, he's growing in what he's in what he's meant to be. He's not simply being, it's the manucha, it's the recognition, even in those circumstances of what's around him. Chazal tell us that Nayak stayed in the Teva. He wouldn't have come, he went into the table with the, with the tzibu from the Rebbeinu He didn't come out of the table until the Rebbeinu was mitzvah him to leave. He didn't leave the table until he was commanded to leave. Because the teva represents, the teva represent, what the teva represents in Nayach is the stability within the context of the mabul that's going on around him. And Nayach doesn't, only leaves that teva, he only leaves that stability with the Ratzon Hashem, with the Mimer of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's tzibur. If he doesn't, without that Tzibur, Nach stays and still remains in the Teva. He doesn't leave until HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells him to leave because he's still growing. He's still utilizing that as an opportunity to become closer to Hashem, to, to analyze and to become more deeply rooted in the values and the things that he believes in. There's a cryptic Pasuk in Kohelas. It says like this, the Pasuk says, um, um, if the lowly spirit moves you, Altana, uh, uh, Tala Lacha, Makaim Kautan, Altanuach, 
Don't abandon your place. Don't leave where you're supposed to be. So on the simplest level, the Pasuk is saying is like this. If you're attacked by your Yetzirah, if you're attacked by your Yetzirah, im, im, if you're moved by the Yetzirah, the, the antidote to that is recognizing your place, your makom, your, your, where you're rooted, don't, don't, aban- don't abandon the place where you're supposed to be. Hold on to the values that you hold dear to yourself. Don't allow the, the Ruach to, 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 to lower you. Some of them are farshim learn it like this: im im ruach hashafel talalacha, meaning if there's a if there is a if you are um, moved into a position of authority, right? You are given somehow elevated to a higher status. Makaimcha al tanuach don't. Don't lose your humility. Don't lose your recognition of who you are. Don't let it get to your head. Don't become swollen-headed by the position that you might have been given. But I think in the context of what we're talking about, it's even more powerful. The idea is, the idea is, im ruach, um, im, im, again, im ruach hashafel talalacho, if, if the world around you is going crazy, if the world around you is, is bombarding you with values that don't make sense to you, don't lose your makam. Don't lose your own identity. You have to know who you are. You have to know where you belong. And knowing where you belong is a critical element to your growth, to what you're going to, to what we want, to what, what we can be and what we can, what, what we can accomplish in this world. If, if we get overwhelmed, if we get swamped, if we let our feet get pulled out from underneath us, so that water that is beneficial, that feeds us, that waters us, that, that bathes us, that sustains us, that helps us to grow, that even entertains us, right? If we get our feet swept out from under, we get caught in that rip current, then we get torn, torn away from it completely, and we drown. There's, there's nothing left. We, we become completely overwhelmed by the society around us. We, we don't have it. You have to remain like the eight shussel of Haldemayim. You have to be rooted like that tree. And then even if it's al palde maim, even if there are other ideas that come by you, you can choose to draw in the ones that are important to you and let the rest of them flow on by and let them let, let them no longer let them not become a part of our lives. That's that's the lesson of Nach. Nach is Nach is is Nach. He's Menucha. He's he's at rest. He's at peace with himself. He's not struggling. He knows where he belongs. He's rooted in the makom where he where he's supposed to be. That's the key. To, to, to our, to, truly to our spiritual growth. In other words, our challenges, our, the things that we face, the, the society around us or the, or the things that, that, that tend to overwhelm us, um, we, have, we, we, have to, we have to know how to handle all those things. And, and the correct way of knowing how to handle all those things is by knowing where I belong. Knowing what I belong to, what are the things that I believe in, establishing those—I don't—I don't know whether we should call them axiomatic bases on which my life stands. I know what 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 I stand for. I know the values that are important to me. And I don't allow the Mayan rabbim. I don't allow that mobble, which is going to which is going to not only just swamp me. But also, it's going to be mavaldo. It's going to mix everything up. It's going to turn the world into into a place 
where things are not recognizable, where up is down and down is up. If, we, if we're focused on what we know to be the, the right things, right, then we, don't lose, we won't lose ourselves. But without that manuchas anefesh, without that clear identity, um, without that recognition, without those pauses, without that Shabbos where we get to step back and tune out all of the noise and recognize that it's just me and the Rebbe Nishon, or I don't have those opportunities to, to find the place where I, where, where I, where I truly belong, then we would, get to, we would get overwhelmed and swamped by it. But if, if we're able to um, maintain what it is that we, that we know to be, the right, to, to be the right things, then we can truly be that eight shasal upon the mind, even when there's rushing waters, those waters sustain us. They, they help us to grow. They're, they're, not, they're not things that challenge us. They don't uproot us. They don't wash us along with them. They just simply go by us and we're able to absorb from them the things that are worthwhile and leave those things that are, that, that are not connected, those things that are, that, that are not going to, uh, they're not going to, um, uh, they're not going to, do, not, not going to be beneficial. It's clear that the, the, the pathway to that is clear to be benayach, to be to be rested, to be to be resting, not always moving, to have manucha, because manucha sanefesh, because when, when I'm tired, when there's when there's tirda, when there's too many worries, when there's things that are piling one on top of another, that's when we get lost. The only way to stay the path, to know what it is that we really want, is to be layach, is to be resting, is to be have to have that manucha, to have that that sense of where the world really where the world can really guide me, where the world is overwhelming to me. And I have to draw back from it, and then I, I create the proper boundaries. So there's no Avram in Achai. There's the things that are high and the things that are not high. There's things that there's Oikon, there's not Oikon. There's complete Menucha. Menucha allows for that clarity, for that 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 possibility of doing what it is uh, that a person can constantly grow from. Do that, then we can resolve it to really taking Shlomo Mel's advice of Ruach Talalacha. Don't abandon the places. Don't leave the place where you know that you're successful. Don't leave the place where you know that you are that, that you are growing. Don't leave the place that you know that you draw your true sustenance from. Recognize your muckle and everything will work out properly. Okay, chaps. Okay.